The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another session here at the Kickpot Dojo. I am your host slash sensei, TJ Williams, giving you the insider of my martial arts journey, as well as discussing and analyzing certain martial arts-based subjects and highlighting world-renowned martial artists past, present, and future. All right, so today I have a guest coming on, um, a friend of mine um, that I trained with. And um, he'll be on in a few minutes, but uh, before we get on to the episode... um, I have, um, well, a couple things to get off my chest. Well, certain, um, usually world-renowned, um, subjects. Like, for one, the COVID shot. I finally got my first dose of the COVID shot, um, today. So far, uh, no, I don't feel anything. I mean, of course, I got, like, a couple hours rest. I mean, I didn't have to work today, so. I mean, I got the first dose out of the way, and, of course, I get my next dose, um, on, um, in three weeks so hopefully that don't well that don't turn me into a warthog or a rhino <laughs> but uh yeah just uh got that out the way you know it was i know a few weeks weeks back it was tough to get an appointment like because um it was going fast but nevertheless i got my got my shot first shot and hopefully my second shot won't be too too bad i mean i don't feel anything yet but I mean, yeah, that's at least I'm at least half protected. All right, so oh, there he, there he goes. All right, so let's get him. See if I can invite him on here. All right, let's see. Oh, let's see what we got here. Where are you? All right, so let's see if you can invite him on here, cause uh, I was saying, oh yeah, there we go. Yeah. Let's see if he can. Uh, see if he gets on here. And I'm trying to get him on here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, man. Hmm. Uh, Michael. Hey, can you get on? Uh, I'm trying to get on with him. I can't invite him on here because uh, uh, it's pretty tough. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to fight him on. Hmm. Let me see. I'm gonna probably have. Well, sorry, folks. Um, just a little tec- technical difficulties. Uh, uh, I mean, I was trying to invite him on it, but he's not coming on. Okay, so let me pause this. Oh, always trying. Okay, so yeah, it says you need the latest um version of um Instagram, but. Yeah, so, well, while I'm waiting, and, um, I was, um, getting, oh, wait a minute, here we go, there it is, there's it, yay, ha <laughs> it worked, it worked, there it is, it worked. can you hear me, can you hear me, yeah, how you, nice and loud and clear, how you doing, man, tired, I tried to run in this, uh, yeah, I had an off day, and, uh, 
I caught up. I had a plan to run, and I did run. But uh, you know, uh, it's funny when you, you're not running in the Florida heat for a couple months, oh. and it starts to get hot. You got to adjust to it. So I feel like I'm almost dying. Yeah. I'm not going to die on live, but I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I wish I had the heat, same heat as you got down in Jacksonville. I mean, it's I mean it's in the 60s around here. I could have ran this morning, but um, I thought it was going to rain, but I got jinxed. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I I, w- I would take the uh, but that's just me. I would take. I would ever have four seasons instead of like one constant heat season, but yeah. you know, give or take. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm doing I'm doing all right. How are you? All right, I already had my first um COVID shot, so I got that yeah. out of the way. Oh, nothing's happened yet, so. I was gonna say, how, how did you uh did you pass out or did uh you know, it was just like a normal shot? How'd you feel? Yeah, I I even feel nothing. I mean, I just I felt it's the same when I walked in there. It was just, just oh, okay, cool. I mean, I just I felt something, but um, it wasn't like anything excruciating. Hey. It, it feels good to get it out of the way, doesn't it? I got mine too. So but yeah. Was like, <laughs> you know, but you your first one. Your, yeah, I got I got both. Um, first one I didn't have a reaction. Second one, which I hear is the one you're supposed to have some issues with. I didn't have anything. I slept like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, so yeah. I was okay. But everybody's different. So yeah, as they say. Like I said, I'm hoping I'll wake up tomorrow morning looking like um, Rockstay or Bebop. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> or you can uh, say, you know, Razor or uh, the other guy. Oh, to- from, Toka uh, Razor. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The, the, the movie canon, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, usually for my podcast, um, the kick pod, I usually, before I go into my subject, um, of course, I'm interviewing you on your journey of martial arts because, you know, me and you go way back. Right? So yes, I was also yeah, talking about the COVID, yeah, which we was talking about, but um, there's several subjects. Like, for one, um, you do you watch Mania last night or the last two um days? I did. Um, I did. It was funny. I was actually supposed to go to the Sunday thing. Like, remember I told you, I think what I told you Friday, I said that was potentially I might go to one of them. Yeah. And the guy sort of uh, last minute canceled on me Saturday night. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going there to Mania by myself. I've already been to two of them, so I'm okay. Yeah. Whatever. But I was kind of mad. But I enjoyed the show. Yeah. Uh, so but it is, you know. Um, you know, I'm not sure if anybody's a Roman Reigns fan, but, you know, acknowledge me is what Roman Reigns would say. He is the head of the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like him. Yeah, so. Well, um, I mean, I felt, Did you watch it? I watched the uh, yeah, I watched the Saturday one, and um, I fell asleep on the Roman Reigns one. I pretty much woke up when um, um, I think Bailey got knocked off the um, the stage by the Bellas. Oh I, yeah, yeah, the crowd didn't like that too much. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd didn't like that too much. Yeah. Um, hey, the Bellas, regardless of what people say. They brought eyes to the WWE, you know, and they, I think they do deserve, you know, their, their spot in the, the Hall of Fame, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're one of the best wrestlers ever, but, you know, but is it, uh, was it Brie Bella? I can't tell them, I can't tell them well, apart, really. Whatever one is the longest reigning Divas champion, that sort of helps her, too. <laughs> uh, the one who dated John Cena, that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one I know. Uh, yeah, so I think like the Saturday show was a good show. I mean, I really enjoyed that. I, I pretty much um, was awake throughout the whole throughout that whole event. But that's a uh, second day. I mean, I mean, like I said, I 
woke up around the Roman Reigns match. I mean, I fell asleep on the end of the um, women's title match. I know um, Rhea Ripley won the title. I mean, yes, she did. Yes, yeah. she did. Deservedly, so I'm a fan of I'm a fan of both wrestlers, Rhea and Asuka. So yeah, Asuka's a professional, and I'm glad she did the job for for uh, you know Miss Ripley. Yeah, Australia's finest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, I was about that, and uh, um, the Randy Orton theme thing. Did you did you catch that? Oh, honestly, I, honestly, I missed it because I was too busy um, cooking um, my food prepping. I was food prepping, so I, I missed that match. I know it was five minutes, but. Um, I guess. Yeah, I was saying you, you didn't miss much. <laughs> yeah, I think I seen clips of it. Like really, um, they were showing um clips of um the match. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was, it was relatively quick. Um, but I'm uh, I'm happy for Randy. Usually, if someone comes out in white attire, I always <laughs> say they're gonna win, exception of Edge. But yeah. usually, when someone comes out in white attire, someone's gonna win. Cause I always think of like you know Shawn Michaels. Uh, Seth Rollins when they wear the white gear I'm like okay they're probably going to go over but that wasn't the case with Edge so I guess uh, I guess maybe not yeah <laughs> you know uh, but yeah this is but to make sure this is live right yeah this, uh, well yeah I got I guess I got it recording but you know I got like a microphone so really I either way if I'm recording on Instagram I'm recording on my um <laughs> On my laptop right now, so yeah, so oh, okay. one way or another, we're recording this for the online um radio. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right, let's let's get on this with, with this episode. All right. So, one thing I always um do when I'm interviewing like either current or um past martial artists, uh, I ask them like, who were you before you got into martial arts? Like, how can you describe yourself before you jumped in like the martial arts? Oh sure, I could describe myself as a, uh, um, in terms of physically or mentally. I can describe myself as a little pudgy, pudgy kid going to Catholic school uh, before, <laughs> before before martial arts. Um, definitely for sure, I wasn't, uh, you know, in the best of shape, and I probably mentally wasn't strong either um, at that time. Uh, you know, because uh, <clears throat> we're talking what you know 90s and stuff like that so uh being a you know a black kid in a majority all-white school wasn't some of the the best thing mentally especially we're talking in the early 2000s 90s right now it'll be like whatever because you know we're more open but yeah it was kind of tough so uh martial arts sort of helped that along with soccer i got into soccer too but martial arts sort of uh you know helping with the uh you know, the confidence and obviously getting into some form of physical, you know, shape. But for sure, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely get some praise there. Yeah, definitely. That's pretty much my journey, too. You know, before I got into martial arts, you know, I wasn't that best of shape. You know, really, I guess the video games, watching TV, that kept me away from, like, getting out there and at least showing my ability. I mean, I have, I have an ability, but, you know... Right. I mean, I never got myself out there like I am getting now. It's like, really, it's like people know who I am. I mean, other than mm-hmm. me being a black belt, but, you know, usually if I go run outside, I mean, let's let's just say I get confronted by a stranger. At least if they see me running, they, they know that I'm a hard worker. I mean, I know right. I, I post my stuff on um, Instagram and stuff, so they really pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, you, you definitely have a following and you definitely work hard. So, you know, what I know and just what I remember. Um, and stuff like that and yeah so yeah, it, it, 
martial arts was important for for both of us. I see. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad I decided to do it. You know, because uh, a lot of factors that led me to to do it. But I'm pretty sure you'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that kind of leads me to my next question, Lane. What what influenced you slash uh, provoked you to join karate? Um. I mean, what's that? So, what's that one moment? Like, should I say, like you watched a movie or like a like certain um situation happened in your life that really said, I mean, I want to join Cry now. I mean, that's that that was like the last draw. I'm not even sure if I can think of a, a specific moment where I wanted to do it. Um, my dad had an influence, obviously, in me uh, joining because uh, you know I actually had to pay for it, right? So yeah, um, I know he wanted to see. You know, brandy reputation, right? Fit men, they're all fit men. So you want to you want to make sure I was you know in good, good shape. So it's a combination of him, and I can say, um, <clears throat> you know, all the the martial arts films of the that took over during the nineties, whether it's uh, you know the damn Steve Seagal, or you know even watching uh, you know Chow Young Fat, things like that. You know, just like you know, I want to be kind of like them, especially specifically Van Damme for sure. Yeah. But um. You had, obviously, the video games of Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, which were huge then. Still huge now, but obviously, yeah. you know, during the 90s, they were they were big. And then um, <clears throat> this was uh, this was before the anime boom, so I can't even test. I can't even say Dragon Ball Z yet. Yeah. I mean, it kind of helped, but it was before the anime boom, it was definitely uh, uh, those guys, those characters. Um, and... I can also say, uh, you know, even Batman, right? Batman's yeah. my favorite DC comic book. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to have done all forms of martial arts all around the world, traveled around the world, learning them. And Batman's my favorite. I was like, well, yeah. I can't be rich like Bruce Wayne, but I'm a damn sure I watch some martial arts like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, can you um, can you get the signal to come out your shoulder like that? Like if you wanted to call Batman, you just um, throw your shoulder out in the air in the dark and then, Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wish that were the case. Uh, considering he would probably, um, we would probably have to have a conversation. He'd be like, you know, you can only use this during emergencies. You can't do this all the time, Michael. <laughs> you know, he'll he'll set me straight. You know, Bruce is a very stern guy. So <laughs> I don't want to get on his bad side. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Speaking of talking about um, Van Damme, I know you was talking about it the other day. Uh, you know, you were saying you're. You watched a Steven Seagal movie or something? Like you said, you had a little influence of him, but Van Damme was your guy. Yeah, for sure. Definitely uh, Steven Seagal, but Van Damme. And I can, you know, thank my dad once again, you know, Bruce Lee. You know, my dad had me watch a lot of the uh, the 70s, you know, Enter the Dragon, Return of the Dragon with, you know, your boy Chuck. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, you know, Chinese Connection. And at that point, I just couldn't get enough of it. I had to keep seeing more. So yeah. thank you for the Niagara Falls Public Library. Because they had a, you know, source for VHSs, you know, from, yeah. you know, the Van Dams, the Seagulls, the Bruce, uh, you know, Chuck's stuff. Um, yeah, Van Dam was definitely the, the guy, you know, the pretty boy, the whole, you know, accent and everything like that. Plus a little spin kick. I mean, come on, that was pretty, yeah. so, <laughs> so cool. I mean, hindsight, looking back, you didn't have the best one-on-one battles compared to, like, Bruce. Hell, even, um, you know, Donnie Yen, because, you know, Donnie Yen's the man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Compare in comparison, but he definitely had a lot of uh, some of the most charisma. Him and uh, Bruce, definitely Bruce, of course, had the best charisma. So you know, boards don't hit back. You know, things like that. Yeah. Well, if they think about Van Damme, well, what's the one Van Damme movie you can think of? I mean, off the top of your head. 
if I can uh, sense you right. Well, it's definitely not gonna be because I'm looking at right my uh, collection of Blu-rays. It's definitely not gonna be Street Fighter. Oh. It's not gonna be. You know, I love it. It's a bad movie, but I love it how bad it is. Yeah. But I'll say a uh, Bloodsport for sure. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm sensing. That's a typical one. Yeah, that's, that's 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 the one. Frank Dukes. You know the story of Frank Dukes and uh, that soundtrack. Oh yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch that over and over. Well, again. other than Stan Bush, but you know, I have I was I listened to the score of it. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. think like a couple songs from the score, and I mean, I kind of listen to you as a, as listen to it as I'm like I'm working out. I mean, really, if I'm working on a bag, yeah, it's like I look at myself as Chung Lee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are obviously. Uh, we talk about soundtracks that get you going. It's definitely. Um. You know, uh, Bloodsport, and for sure, for me, I definitely have Rocky Four soundtrack. Oh yeah, that's a, a good one too. Rocky Four soundtrack, you know. So, and for those who don't know, it's against when he faces the Russian Ivan Drago. Yeah. That whole soundtrack is just like a motivation, like galore. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> I mean, you don't have the advantage of running out in the snow because you don't got snow down in Florida. I mean, of right, course, right, exactly. Of course, I got the benefit. Well, if you were still living in Niagara Falls, you have the benefit of the doubt of doing like the. Oh, um, Rocky Balboa out, um, outdoor run, yeah. Oh yeah, outdoor run, chopping some wood. I can chop some wood here, but uh, from the heat, I probably pass out from heat exhaustion. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> up there, yeah, I yeah, the chopping the wood, uh, him running, all that stuff is just so, in a way, inspiring. And you know, going back to Van Dam, when he's training in Bloodsport with you know his master and stuff like that, you know, being forced to you know learn how to do the split, learning the styles. Yeah. Um. You know, just inspiring stuff. You know, uh, love it, love it, love it. Man, I wish he was in the, like the same con that I met Don Don Gibbs. You remember got mm-hmm. Donald Gibbs? Yeah, the race. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it's like oh, that would have been that would have been great. I, I, has Van Dam come to cons in the, the area? Or he? I could. I know he stays either. What I know is either California or he's either over there in uh, Europe. So I don't think he's come up north. No, he says it. No, but I don't think he came up there. I mean, that would have been a dream. Of course, I got Donald Gibbs. Of course, he played Ray Parks or Ray, oh, no, right, Ray right. Jackson. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Um, you know, that's I, funny because uh, what's the name? Braun Strowman. Oh a big yeah, fan of that of uh, you know Bloodsport and uh, Mr. Jackson. Yeah, he must, he must be yeah. his son. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he's right. like I always call Braun Strowman um, Donald Gibbs' son. It is like okay USA. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like he can, like if if Ron wanted to do a con, you know, I think I'm pretty sure he has dressed up a few times, and he'd be perfect for that. Yeah, you know, uh, he'd have to get a wig now because he shaved off his hair completely. But yeah, you know, um, and he's in the, and he's in great shape. Speaking of which, yeah, um, Ron Strowman, he's really tightened up. Like uh, talk about aspiring, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Van Damme's the guy. Uh, Oh, yeah, Bloodsport, and if you're talking sci-fi, then I'm going to go with probably Time Cop. But other than that, you know, um, Bloodsport for sure is the one that was like, uh, you know, the Kumite, the whole, and, and, and honestly, the the guys like Ed Boon and um, Tobias with Mortal Kombat, they said obviously yeah. Bloodsport was very influential to, yeah. for the plot of Mortal Kombat, and obviously Van Damme, Johnny Cage. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> you know things like that. So yeah, it's. Um, I, I always find it funny. You know, some people don't pay attention to it, but you know, I find it funny when they get the influences from, you know, certain martial arts or even boxing. 
you know, um, Battle Rock or Street Fighter. Yeah. You know, basic ripoff of, you know, Mike Tyson, right? Yeah. One of the greatest boxers of all time. Um, of course, in Japan, he's in Bison. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, he's in Bison. And Bison is Vega. Vega, the Spanish guy, is Bell Rock. All yeah, confusing, it's like, yeah, that's... <laughs> all confusing, but yeah, yeah, over here, right? It's, uh, it's you know, Bell Rock, you know, boxer. So, yeah. Um, so, I love to see how, you know, uh, for its Eastern, Western, raw influence from, you know, some, from different culture, you know, whereas, you know, video game, martial arts and stuff like that. It's always, I always think that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so going back to your martial arts journey, so what belt did you get up to? Um, so if I recall, it's funny how you get old. Yeah. But um, what's the what's the the stripe before uh, black belt? Was it two two stripes, two black stripes, or is it three? Or was it? I know there's like one one black stripe and there's um, a solid black stripe. So the first black stripe you get on like the tip of your belt, and then the mm-hmm. second black stripe, which is um first cube, it's like a solid black through like it's like a stripe or not like a or a line right, right, yeah right. like the right right yeah all right so yeah so the second one and that was uh and you know i can attest it back i mentioned it to you obviously you know you were more uh you know passion into it and obviously you know high school you know we live with regrets right but i sort yeah. of fell off uh, to that period where i know i could have pushed myself to go for that black belt but then you know you fast forward six months later I jumped into the Navy, so that was kind of the end of my uh, story from uh, from that. Um, but I would have loved, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Would have loved to finish it off. And fortunately, thanks to life and the world getting better, who says I can't go back? Yeah. Obviously, I had to be down here. Had to be down here, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think you, if you were, like, in um, somewhere in Orlando, then I think there's a school down there. I mean, of course... Speaking of which, uh, how far are you from Orlando? Orlando's uh, about two hours, two-hour drive. Oh. Um, uh, actually, before the pandemic, I was doing uh, Muay Thai. Muay Thai. I got a Muay Thai, okay. Muay Thai uh, uh, gym here. Um, and uh, not too far from Jacksonville Beach. And, you know, it, it was funny adjusting because, you know, since I obviously taken Taekwondo, you know, I've taken some, and you know, we'll get into that, some of the military things. I've done some boxing. Going to Muay Thai, you know, completely, you got to change your mindset of the stance you're in and everything like that. Yeah. It's like, because I had this whole mindset of like, uh, you know, this foot forward, this arm back. And it's like, no, it's not that way. So it's, it's funny. I always get credit for those who can jump from style to style. Yeah. You know, because uh, it's like, it's not as easy as it seems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so what did you get out of um, karate that you didn't expect at first? Um, I could say, uh, and I should have known it from, you know, you know, playing some form of sports, but, uh, camaraderie for sure. Uh, you know, you build, uh, uh, friendships and, uh, you know, uh, acquaintances and, you know, some people who, who I went to at the time going to Mar Carmel, you know, they, they went to, uh, Prestige Karate, uh, you know, for Taekwondo and stuff like that. Um, so definitely some form of camaraderie and, uh, mental, uh, stability. I mentioned it earlier. You know, with the, the lack of confidence and things like that, sort of being out of shape, pudgy, and you know, you just feel a lot better when um, you know you're working out. You're working out with you know that group, that group of people. Um, get some form of uh, not to steal from uh, 
Karate Kid. You get some more balance, right? Yeah. You know, get some of that balance mentally. Um, you know, you know, learning akatas, uh, you know, sparring stuff like that. It just really helps the mind, and uh, I've, I've always been appreciative of that for sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely it's a mission. Of course, I don't have to test physically anymore since I did my last um, physical test like almost two years ago. Like, probably at the end of April would be two years now. I mean, mm-hmm. I could pretty much retire doing like like taking class, but, you know, I just choose to take it because, um, of course, I got master rank. So that's probably like the biggest accomplishment that I have to do. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's like, awesome. I mean, I think the only one thing I have to do is just like the... Uh, not a physical test, but like a written test. Like we call it the MDS, the Master Development um, Series. So we have to take two of those, and then from there we have to get um, approved by Mr. Norris. I mean, yeah, even if you pass the two MDS, you have to wait for Mr. Norris's like the approval. Like you have to get the big yes from him to get your All black right. jacket. Oh wow! Yeah. So, so you uh, feel like. Uh... You said you can just retire, right? But you feel like you want to. What inspires you to keep going? I mean, the fact that I'm I'm still moving. You know, I'm I'm still young. I'm in my mid thirties. You know, I don't mm-hmm. I don't have no serious injuries. I mean, luckily, I get like bad knees and like back back pains. And of course, I had to deal with sciatica. I mean, right. I mean, sciatica. They, they ain't no joke. I mean, not be able to yeah. sit down. I mean, that's the one thing I got from doing wrestling. Like, I got slammed on. A stiff arm um, ring I mean and that just messed up my back and then from there I just got sciatica and it's just like it was a pain I mean how you been able to manage it well for one I had to of course go to the doctors get muscle relaxers and then of course uh, yeah and some like ibuprofen I mean I was good and of course I had to go to physical therapy yeah so that pretty much helped and from, like, from there it's just like I got myself back to normal and of course um, the year another year later I was able to test for my fourth degree. I mean, I failed my first, um, my pre-test for a fourth degree. And then, of course, um, I waited a year to get back to it and just, like, get myself prepared for it. And really, in that fourth degree test, they definitely push you past your limit. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see you're, uh, you're getting back there. That's the one thing about uh, you know, getting older, right? The, the cracks and then the, the things, even just going on a run, you know. Yeah. A run from 10 years ago, I probably would have felt, I kind of feel the same, but I know probably in a few hours I might get a little stiff in the back and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately for me and you, black don't crack, so we don't look like we're, you know, see, so, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you uh. know? Um, and then, of course, not straight everybody know my teacher has the hots for you, but that's another story. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you, yeah. Well, what happens, I was born cute and my father had the same good looks. <laughs> hey, pass, pass down, you know, you gotta love it, you gotta love it Yeah <laughs> Yeah, so, speaking of the military, uh, yeah, uh, of course, uh, you mentioned that you were in the Navy Yeah, yeah Yeah, so, well, how would you compare the um, basic training in the military to um, cry training? Well, it's interesting, uh There's some things that are similar, uh, one thing then, uh, you know karate or probably any martial arts is attention to detail. They stress that in the Navy so much attention to detail with, you know, small things, whether it's, you know, folding your clothes or you're, uh, um, you're doing group PT, what you call physical training, you know, attention to detail on little small things. And 
the one thing at boot camp, and I guess it kind of depends on your journey in the Navy. Uh, one phrase they say is, uh, you know, you choose your rate, choose your fate. Rate meaning your job in the Navy. So typically in the Navy basic training, you don't go over techniques like, you know, fighting techniques and things like that. You may, uh, they, they'll teach you, you know, the ways of the Navy, right? They'll, they'll work you out to death. They'll teach you ways of the Navy, things like that. Um, but when I said about the whole choose your right, choose your fate, I chose to be a corpsman. Now, a corpsman is a, like, army medic. And so, lucky me, as I tell people, I always had the pleasure of going to boot camp twice. So, you go for your regular boot camp, and then they send you to a Marine Corps type of boot camp because, you know, oh. you deploy Marines. That's where all the physical techniques and all the stuff you learn because, like, okay, you didn't learn it there, but you're going to learn it here. Okay. So, uh, a lot of the, uh, we call it a Marine Corps MIGMAP. It's like, a, you know, a martial arts form for them. So you learn a lot of uh, their techniques, which is a lot of hard strikes and, you know, takedowns. Similar to, you know, karate, uh, less kicks. Um, so I learned that there. And I also had the pleasure of, because uh, I went to a ship when I was in Virginia. When you get stationed on a ship, uh, <laughs> you have to stand watches, right? Arm watches. And so they call it force reaction training. You had to go to this type of training. And lucky me, I was one of the few that was able to go. <laughs> and this training was in North Carolina. And so here I was trained by some, uh, I wish I, I wish I remember that guy's name. I could see his face. But he's definitely, uh, you know, he had a lot of combat training, did some things with the FBI, uh, CIA, and training like that. So at this force reaction training place, you're learning how to enter rooms, um, as groups, you know, like uh, like people would play on Call of Duty and things like that, but in real life, you know, oh. like you got some guy in front of you, you got your hand and your handgun like this, or you know, uh, your M16 like this, and you learn how to enter rooms and things like that. In addition to that, uh, they also, you know, they teach takedowns too. And a lot more emphasis on uh, joint manipulation, which that was kind of surprising uh, with them. So a lot of what we were doing, we were practicing takedowns, it was causing a lot of pain to people where it was, you know, going this way, this way. It was more, I was more surprised with the joint manipulation compared to other trainings that I did. Oh. <laughs> um, that, that was definitely fun. Um, and they didn't pull any punches on uh, making you do it again if they didn't think it was right. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> uh, so I had the pleasure of uh, volunteering to be some people's uh, dummy for if they didn't do it right the first couple of times. Oh. Uh, but all in all, whether it's karate, uh, force reaction training, Marine Corps McMath. Attention to detail is so tried and true. The oh, so going into the next question, I mean, do you uh, do you feel that you can use the military skills or martial arts skills in a confrontation, or does that matter? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, um, absolutely, it matters. Fortunately, I haven't been in any. No one has challenged me to a street fight. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, you know things since uh, whole military thing, but um, uh, absolutely, I feel like I could uh, even even just uh, you know going to the gym and punching a bag. Uh, the forms and the techniques that I learned from years past naturally just come in. It's like an instant austral instinct. It's like you know austral instinct. You know, it's like a thing. It's natural reactions to you know do that form, and I feel like uh, in the midst of battle when there's no guns or no no knives or if the person has a knife you know what have you the techniques i learned from taekwondo or from uh 
the Navy if I can use to defend myself or protect others. So absolutely. Yeah. So definitely, of course, if you were in a conversation, you would definitely react the same way that you learned from the military. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, my, you know, some people have a different mentality, but my mentality is like, uh, you know, to, to help others, right? So um, you can always say, you know, you run and hide, right? But that's just not what I was trained to do. So, yeah. you know, now you can hide till you person's distracted if they have a handgun by something else you know what i mean so this is you know strategy to it right so you guys gonna run up there and be like hey and then you know get lit up uh -oh. yeah <laughs> you want to go around the person yeah you know if, you, if people play enough call of duty or goldeneye you don't want to uh or halo you don't want to jump in front of somebody with a gun oh yeah or a knife <laughs> Yeah, so the thing that we've been doing with our style lately of um, the Chuck Norris system, we've been incorporating the style Krav Maga in there. So, so how would you say Krav Maga, would you say Krav Maga would be similar to the military training that you did, if you know what Krav Maga is? Actually, I I am kind of familiar with Krav Maga. I'm trying to think who I knew did that style. Uh, well, just to give a brief explanation of the, the, the techniques that Krav Maga stresses. Well, definitely. The, um, let's see. I mean, basically, you're attacking the attack. So if somebody threw like a haymaker at you, you go into either do a block or you do a punch. Huh? So basically, it's like a kill or be killed situation. I mean, yeah. Oh, so. that's definitely that's, that's definitely uh, make math. When I say the Marine Corps, yeah. with martial arts, because uh, obviously Marine Corps is a lot more aggressive. All the other branches out there in terms of Coast Guard and uh, uh, you know, Navy, so yeah, definitely Krav Maga and McMath. I could say similar in terms of uh, kill or be killed in a way, yeah. you know, yeah, because uh, sure. yeah, because uh, Krav Maga comes from Israel, so that's Israel mm -hmm. martial arts. So I guess Krav Maga, well, I guess I don't know how long Krav Maga been around, but uh, of course, I guess the mil the same have the same attributes, but I guess there's right. always modifications. So that's the right. thing I've been talking about with my podcast, like how certain martial arts styles go from one place and go to another, it gets modified. Like if you take an Okinawan style of martial arts and you bring it to Japan, what will happen? They change it up. It's still the same right. style, but it's it's in a sense that um the like the people that understand the people that I'm um, understanding, like yeah, you say. Okinawa has a style, then he brings it to Japan, but Japan changes up to make it their style. Yeah, so that's mm -hmm. the thing with the Chuck Norris system. You know, you take right. Tank Sudo from Korea, then you bring it to America, and you make it your own style. Same thing, but different way. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like uh, telling someone, uh, uh, you're delivering a message, you tell that person a message, and they tell the next person, and then you tell the next person, yeah. and they tell the next person. It's never gonna, it's not gonna come back the same. <laughs> Everything's gonna be completely, completely different. So for martial arts, for sure, uh, based on the history of uh, you know around the world and stuff like that, obviously people adapt to things. And as you mentioned with Krav Maga and the uh, Israeli military, uh, yeah, a lot of those people are forced to do it, or at least with uh, the military, you know, they're required to do two years of service. And automatically, a lot of people, including Gal Gadot. Was Wonder Woman for those that don't know, yeah. you know, automatically, you know, she served in the uh, Israeli military too. So I'm pretty sure she can throw some Krav Maga on me. I want to yeah. get mad, 
but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to get mad, so yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, okay, so when I got my black belt, so how'd you feel about it? Did that make you feel a little envious, or let's say you want to get it? But I mean, not that I'm trying to like stir things up, but you know, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Are you trying to make it interesting, huh? Yeah, it's like really. I'm. Re I remember. Wait, what, what, what? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I remember that day, like, really. It was pretty much the best weekend of my life, of course. I had the homecoming um, football game. Because I remember that was the weekend of, the, like, it was half day for high school. And then, of course, uh -huh. we had the homecoming football game, senior night. And then the next day after, of course, I did my black belt test in the morning time. And, of course, uh -huh. after that, the night, it was um, our homecoming dance. Yeah, uh -huh. I was coming there with my mad suit and my hat, and I think I was trying to talk to you and say that um that I got my black belt. I I forgot what you were just saying. That I guess I I guess you were saying something. That I guess I got to bow to you now. I it sounds like something else. Yeah, something I, I couldn't remember, what, uh, but <laughs> what uh wait, what year is that? Because you're a couple years ahead of me, right? Well, I mean, I I think we both graduated the same year. You graduated in two thousand five, right? Yeah, so yeah, we graduated. So it was around 2004 that it was in October 2004, and of course, we were both seniors. So mm -hmm. yeah, and then of course. Oh, then, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Okay, so yeah, uh, yeah, that case, then yeah. Honestly, with me, because I kind of already knew what my direction was going to in life, because um, I decided I decided about the military way back in fifth grade. Oh. So, especially the Navy, because you know, my dad did it. So I kind of knew already my trajectory, and. Envy, no, I won't say so. I was more, you know, happy for you, for sure. Um, but I knew, like I said, I was going in a completely different direction with uh, my life. And I, I did say that, you know, if I ever got back around to it, then, you know, maybe I would. And it may not just, it may not be Taekwondo. It could be something else. Yeah, that was, one, <laughs> that was pretty much my last question right there. Like, with, if you were to go back, what style would you have joined? Oh, um... I used to say it. I still might want to say it. Um, what's the Bruce Lee style? Is it Jeet Kune Do? Yeah, Juku Do, yeah. Juju, yeah, Juju Do. That, that one. Or, um, I was interested in Aikido. Oh, cute. Um, no, that, and actually, so it's three of them. Um, the one that Wesley Snipes, uh, Caparaya. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah, yeah, that, that one, uh, because he's like a, is he like a seventh or eighth degree with that? He's pretty high up there with that, if I recall. Wesley. Yeah, Wesley. Yeah, Wesley's. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that one, because, you know, and obviously, I learned about that through Eddie Gordo for a second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for those who remember that one. <laughs> yeah, no, if I, was in if I was back in shape 10 years ago, I, before, like, oh, yeah, when I was in shape, I used to do, like, tricking. That's, like, similar right. to Capoeira. I mean, if right, I was right. be able to do that, I'd be, like, killing it in Capoeira. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, but, yeah, due to, I mean, yeah, I mean, probably due to age and time length, I probably wouldn't do it now, but definitely more of, uh, you know, Aikido and uh, Jake and No. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Eddie Gordo days, I think I, I passed that uh, opportunity. I mean, I mean, granted, I can still do cartwheels. I can do a blacklist if required. Yeah. But I wouldn't feel good after, done, after I'm done, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I should do that again, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So definitely, I mean, I know um, Michael Michael Jai White does like a lot of martial arts too. Yeah, I've been right, right. looking at him for lately, 
and also um was it donnie you or something or um because i know i was watching like um ip man too yeah oh yeah donnie yeah donnie donnie yeah my buddy uh kevin um he's actually the one who sort of got me in on the uh boy tie down here in jacksonville he he is such a big Donnie Yen guy. Like he actually, I didn't get on Donnie Yen until, well, probably yeah, like everybody else, it man. But then, you know, it's one of those things. Like when you see the movie, then you want to go back into their catalog and see their other movies. Yeah, and that's what I did with Donnie. Donnie is a Donnie's a badass man. So oh yeah, he, <laughs> he's a badass man. A lot of respect for him by his style, and uh, I was happy when he sort of got some American love when he was in the Star Wars movie and the Triple uh, X. Three. Yeah. Vin Diesel. So, uh, oh yeah, and he was in Milan. But that's for anybody who watched Milan on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So, any um, parting words? Parting words you want to say before we come um, cut out here? Um. Sure. Uh. For those who are um, not in the best of shape, and obviously we're coming out of this. Uh, I mean, the pandemic is. Not necessarily over, but, you know, we're moving past it. For those who are uh, looking for something um, to help them mentally, physically, or they need some, you know, from camaraderie, they want to belong to something bigger than themselves, then sure, martial arts is definitely the way to go. Um, and for those who are local to Niagara Falls, you know, Presti Karate is the perfect place to go. Or, you know, if you have a, if, if you're not local to Niagara Falls or Buffalo, New York, uh, the power of Google and the Internet is amazing. You know, you can find so many things on there, or Facebook. So many, so many groups dedicated just to martial arts alone. On, mm-hmm. uh, like I say, Google, you can Google style. Um, a lot of people are so influenced by video games nowadays, and like if yeah. you know styles just from Mortal Kombat or Tekken or Dragon Ball, like we just mentioned. And yeah, you can find that style, and you can live that dream. But yeah, definitely for camaraderie and getting the shape for sure. Don't hesitate. Yeah. So I remember you mentioned that you said you were three hours from um, Tampa. Yeah, three hours from Tampa. Yeah, so um, of course you're close up to AEW because it's it's in Jacksonville, right? Oh yeah, I've been to uh, uh, quite a few of the shows they here at AEW shows. So yeah, I got to see Jericho's 30th anniversary thing. I got to see you know Sting and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, which is a childhood dream for me because I never was able to see WCW live. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah, AEW, Cody Rhodes. Cool. Well done. Yeah, definitely. Well, give or take, I might be heading down there. I mean, let's let's see what happens with my career. I mean, give or take, you know, I probably like to stay local. But if I ever get that opportunity to go for AEW, I mean, I mean, I might as well take it. I'm a, I'll get my butt kicked, but you know, but nevertheless, it's a Uh-oh. it's a shot. Oh, hey, hey, you got my full support. And the thing about it with that, Cody, like us, is very into video games, comic books, movies, so. He will definitely give you a listen, I'm sure, um, and a tryout. Um, so yeah, and of course, as you know, obviously Orlando is not too far away, and I say that because of uh, you know NXT and all that stuff uh, that they do for WWE. So. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so I'm gonna do my little um, exit out of here. So thank you very much for taking the opportunity to do this interview. 
Alright, so I'm gonna talk to the little audience. Uh, of course, thank you very much for joining me to this um, podcast. Uh, this has been a wonderful episode. So if you want to tune into my previous episodes, you got the BICBPRadio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And I'll see you next time for another episode. This is the Kick Pod with your instructor, TJ Williams, ready to buy you out. Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set, mother Delay of game, offense.